Here and Now, Anytime is a show that helps you make sense of the news. We're not about clickbait headlines or salacious soundbites. And in 20 to 30 minutes every afternoon, we'll make you an expert on your world. Ease into your evening with a steadier, calmer lens on the news. Listen to Here and Now, Anytime from NPR and WBUR, wherever you get your podcasts. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. Following a disappointing third-place finish in the Iowa caucuses this week, Nikki Haley is hoping to rebound in next week's New Hampshire Republican presidential primary. Anthony Brooks reports Haley's counting on the support of moderate and independent voters in the state. New Hampshire's Secretary of State says 4,000 Democrats switched party affiliation to Republican or unenrolled ahead of next week's primary. That could help Haley, who's been attracting support from many moderate Republicans and independents. Haley, who's 51, says it's time for a new generational leader. 70% of Americans have said they don't want to see another Trump-Biden rematch. The majority of Americans think that having two 80-year-olds running for president is not what they want. Polls suggest she could catch former President Trump in New Hampshire, but even if she wins, Trump has big leads in many states that vote next. For NPR News, I'm Anthony Brooks. Democrats in Florida, meanwhile, are cheering a victory in a special election yesterday in what they hope is a bellwether for November. NPR's Greg Allen reports Democrats flipped a state House seat formerly held by a Republican with support from independent voters. Democrat Tom Keene narrowly won in a district near Orlando, replacing a Republican state representative who stepped down to head a state college. Party leaders attribute Keene's victory to his focus on two issues important to voters, rising property insurance costs and the right to an abortion. Florida's Democratic Party chair Nikki Freed says those issues helped Keene win two-thirds of the votes from independent voters. This is going to be a model that we're going to be able to replicate in all corners of our state and how we're going to flip the state and take it back in November. Republicans currently hold a supermajority in both chambers of Florida's legislature. Greg Allen, NPR News, Miami. New York Governor Kathy Hochul's budget proposal includes $2.4 billion toward the care of thousands of migrants who've overwhelmed state shelters. Member station WAMC Ian Pickus reports. Hochul unveiled her $233 billion budget plan Tuesday, saying the state is now sheltering 70,000 migrants, mostly in New York City. The Democrat says the funding would go toward health care, housing and legal assistance, as new arrivals seek work permits and asylum. Because the number of migrants and expenses have only grown, I am proposing that we draw $500 million from state reserves that are intended for one-time emergencies like this. Hochul is going to Washington, D.C. on Friday to push for immigration reform and a stronger border. The budget is due April 1st. For NPR News, I'm Ian Pickus in Albany. U.S. consumers up their retail spending in December as the holiday shopping season hit full stride, closing out the year on an up note. Government reports retail sales rose six-tenths of a percent in December, an improvement from November's three-tenths of a percent increase. Stocks fell on Wall Street today. The Dow was down 94 points. This is NPR. People in the Pacific Northwest are being urged to avoid travel if not absolutely necessary, with a major winter storm turning some mountain highways into skating rinks and knocking down trees and power lines. Around Portland, Oregon, there's an ice coating on many surfaces and also on trees and plants. School and government buildings have closed in some areas due to the intense cold. The frigid air is spread as far south as North Florida. 
Montana's Republican governor is running for re-election. Montana Public Radio's Shadley Rager reports former tech entrepreneur and multimillionaire Greg Gianforte plans to run on issues that got him elected the first time. In 2020, Gianforte was the first Republican elected governor in Montana in 16 years. The GOP swept every statewide office and the state legislature that year. Gianforte is focused on cutting taxes, regulations for business, and addressing low teacher pay. He signed bills restricting abortion, transgender health care, and banning TikTok in the state. But those laws are tied up in court. Gianforte made national headlines in 2017 when he was charged with assault for tackling a reporter while running for the U.S. House of Representatives. For NPR News, I'm Shaley Riger in Helena. A plan that would expand an effort started under the former Obama administration to put more solar power on public lands in the West is being updated by the Interior Department. New plan lists Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Washington, and Wyoming for possible development. The Defense Department says it also plans to install solar panels as part of a Biden administration plan to promote energy conservation and clean energy. A total of 31 projects were selected for $104 million in grants. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.